want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. Follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book release schedule, book tour, signings, all of that good stuff. Love to connect with you on Insta. Um, today, really excited to have Ashley Williams on the line. She is the founder and CEO over at Razar, and she's going to help um, give us some insight on what brands are getting wrong about reaching millennials. But before all that, um, Ashley, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much, Adam, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Ashley, I can see you're doing a lot of work in the millennial space, and I'm excited to get into that and also for you to give that insight to my listeners on what they're doing wrong in trying to reach uh, the millennial population. But before we get into all that, let's just talk about your background as an entrepreneur. How would you get into sure. it? Well, you know, actually, it's kind of funny because I I never necessarily thought of myself as being an entrepreneur growing up, but then looking back when um, I've had opportunities to really reflect on my experiences. I realized that when I was 14, I actually first got into entrepreneurship. My high school had a television station, and I created a show for it called Teen Issues Overrated along with one of my other peers. And it really allowed me to be able to dive into the issues that young people go through and finding ways to really help them with navigating those issues. And I really enjoyed it and didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> Um, but it was really a great opportunity to um, get my feet wet and to see what it took to really start something from scratch. Um, and then in so many other opportunities that I've had throughout my career as a journalist, I really have um, tried to spearhead different things internally with teams that I was working with. Or even when I was at USA Today, I created a show for them called um, Long Story Short. So I think it's just always, um, I've always been able to, and thankfully been given opportunities to really start um, being entrepreneurial in some sense. What kind of inf what kind of uh, advice would you give to the the new college grad that's out there and they're thinking, hey, there's just this big space of media. There's so many formats. There's so much to choose. Um, yeah. Like, what how, for them getting started? What would you say? I would say really just kind of take a deep dive into everything. Um, I think really doing so kind of like how the Gary Vee approaches really creating content that you can circulate on all different platforms is really the key. I think finding one that you particularly like a medium, whether it's podcast or creating video or articles, um, finding one that you really want to hone in on, but then also finding other creative and clever ways of sharing that same type of content in other formats. So for example, say you do, I love doing video. So I would take a video that I do and then create it into an article, which then I would also try to create into a podcast so that it's maybe like a shorter format, but it's easily digestible and it still allows me to um, seem like I'm really trying to build my brand, connect with people in different ways um, in whatever formats that really work for different audiences. Because sometimes people like podcasts, but they don't like necessarily reading or, um, you know, watching a video. No, it's great. And, and I mean, that's part of the reason why I started this podcast. I mean, I do a lot of writing. I publish a lot of books, but I know a lot of people um, would prefer to listen. So um, my yeah. team pushed me to do a podcast for years before I actually did one. And my thought process was, well, if they, somebody wants to hear what I have to say or the content, then they could read it. But 
bottom line is this. When I, when I started doing the podcast, book sales went up. Why? Because people were more interested. They understood my brand more. They understood what I was doing mm-hmm. more um, overall, and it just made sense. Um, That's so so great. would you, would you say, um, and, um, what's your view on this? So, um, mm-hmm. I'm graduating college this year or for somebody that is, um, should mm-hmm. they be taking the go out and be an entrepreneur approach? Or do you think that there's value in maybe trying to get a job with a larger business that's already established in media? Well, you know, I think I would actually suggest that they do both at the same time. So I think taking a job um, someplace where it's like more of a traditional media setting, I think they could learn a lot about um, putting infrastructure in place, tools that different media companies are using, what's working for media companies and what's not working, kind of like figuring out like different holes and also gaining different knowledge um, that they need in order to help them with really getting their company going. Um, And then at the same time, in their spare time, really focusing on ways of building their own platform or their own media entity, which is, you know, really what I did for a while when I was starting Wazar because I really didn't know um, what exactly I was going to do with it or um, what exactly it was going to become. But I wanted, I knew I loved creating content. I knew I wanted to be able to help young people write and create content, um, videos, podcasts, et cetera. So I would work as a reporter or um, producer um, and then when I went home, I would work on Rizar. And the more that I got into my career and the more I was able to gain other aspects of, of um, different companies, the more I was able to apply those things to my company, um, which eventually made me want to just do it full time. Oh, that's great. And that's a great transition. Um, let's talk more about Rizar. Um, who are your clients? How are you helping them? How are you helping brands reach millennials? Sure. So really, we work with clients in all different industries, from banks to um, apparel brands, uh, diamond companies, et cetera. Um, and really, it's focused on helping brands to understand how they can connect with millennials in a meaningful way um, through working alongside them. So our goal is to become the largest collection of millennial content creators around the globe. Um, I want every millennial who likes to create content, whether it's articles, videos, podcasts, or photos, to be able to be on our platform marketplace um, and to be able to work with brands um, for content that they want to create and to be able to make money from content that they're creating. And also just really to build their brand and um, become who it is that they aspire to be. I think, you know, the world is changing so much where there's opportunities now where people can really um, you know, build their side hustle or become like a leader in a different industry, et cetera, and so much so through content. Um, and really when we help, we're helping brands, we're really helping them to understand that, you know, there is a better way of talking to millennials or advertising to them than what it is that they're doing currently. Um, I think so much of the time the brand is trying to look at millennials as kind of being this weird demographic and they're so unsure about, exactly how to market to them, et cetera. And really, it's not even complicated. It's just talking to us like we're human beings and um, getting to being meaningful and not just advertising to me, but advertising to me in a way that really um, is going to make me become a better person or help me in reaching my aspirations. And I think all millennials could really say that's probably what it is that they're really looking for from brands. And what do you, so what do you think some brands are doing wrong right now? Well, I think they're really advertising at millennials and not allowing them to 
um, kind of take part in their story. Uh, I think right now they're trying to, I don't want to say they're being like superficial per se, but I think there's so much about like getting that millennial dollar that they're really not understanding the pain points that millennials have, particularly with their brand or with their industry and finding better ways of getting across what they need to to the millennial, which would then build a brand with the millennial, which would then build the loyalty with the millennial. Um, they're kind of finding these kind of cheap, I don't want to say necessarily cheap, but like quick ways of garnering the loyalty of millennials. And I think the problem is that doesn't work and that's not effective and millennials see right through that. And um, they really want to build relationships with brands. It's just brands need to really take the time out to understand what their millennial, their target millennial consumer is looking for from them and then how to work alongside them to make sure that they're able to meet their needs, which would then get their money, which would then get their loyalty. And so um, what's one of the, like, so if you're sitting down with a new company and they're like, they haven't, they haven't really considered the, the thought process of getting to, um, to the millennial audience, but they know they need to. And this is one of those things they've been waiting to get around to, and now they got around to it, so they have you on the phone. What's one of the mm -hmm. first things that you'd be, you kind of be going through with them? Well, you know, one of the things that I think is kind of interesting these days um, that I've noticed is, is really even understanding when we're talking with the brand how how they view millennials in general, like and how they treat millennials of their companies internally, and also how they just treat how they feel about millennials uh, generally speaking. I think sometimes where it seems to be is that um, their attitudes towards millennials are not necessarily the best, and 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 cases it could be also in their treatment of, of, of our company as well and um, really taking seri the seriousness of the issue. So I think um, really getting to the point of understanding like just the seriousness of being meaningful and what that means and actually building a meaningful relationship. I think they want to just have like this, you know, one, two, three approach, which is not necessarily how it should how it works. I mean, it's much more of a robust understanding of building a relationship and not just throwing something at the wall or not just saying, let's just, um, or, or taking their time with understanding the issue and really not just saying, let's um, really start the engagement process. I think they're so quick to want to uh, get immediate results in, in, in whatever circumstance, and that's not necessarily how it works. It's like you have to build the relationship. And the great part is once you do build the relationship with millennials, you have their loyalty forever. And now millennials are starting to have kids. They're really gaining more um, ground in their careers. So um, I think brands really need to understand this is not like a one, two, three approach and to actually really respect the process of what it is needed to really gain the loyalty of millennials. All right. So, I mean, so that's all great. And I love all the information you gave, Ashley. Um, so if somebody wants to further the discussion with Razar, um, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you or your company? Yeah, sure. The best way is um, just to visit our web, our website and our platform. You can email us um, through our contact page for brands and um, agencies at um, advertise at Razar.com. Um, and you can also follow us on all social media and even reach out to me directly on social media. I'm super excited to work with them and I'm excited to do so. 
Awesome. Well, thank you again, uh, Ashley, for helping us uh, work towards the uh, or help the companies give the information on how to work towards fixing their millennial um, branding issues and just some tips on how to do it better and building that relationship. So thank you. And to the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to head on over to Instagram, Ask Adam Torres to catch up with what I'm doing. And if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. Thanks again, Ashley. Have a great day.